How's it going, guys? Welcome to the In My Element podcast. Uh, I'm excited. I've had this project in queue for a good minute. It's amazing that, that I get to now finally uh, record and, and make something happen. Like I said, um, I think in the caption and, and um, just overall message of this is essentially, I believe everyone has a story to tell, uh, whether you're early in the process or late in the journey, man, I think. Um, every person has a purpose so i'm just here to showcase friends showcase people that i'm inspired by so today i actually have a really good friend of mine coming through his name is graham white cue the little sound da, 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 da. <laughs> i don't know what that was bro. i wrote that was but, intro. but i have a good friend of mine graham white he is um an awesome person we met a while back where did we meet bro coffee shop i'm pretty coffee sure shop. yeah Subculture around, coffee around, back in the day, my barista days. Around what time? Around what time? It was definitely at night because I only worked night shifts. <laughs> that was what five years ago? Five and a half years back. ago. That was, was a while, while back. back. It was a while back, and I I remember around that time I was in youth ministry, so I would come in with my buddy, yeah. Daniel. Shout out to Daniel, man. Daniel. You're watching this. I love you, brother. Um, yeah, we would just come and hang out and and grab a, a cold brew at 12 a.m., which is the smartest thing to do <laughs> uh, if you want to stay up all night. Yeah. And yep. essentially, it was mm-hmm. um. It was a good time, man. And that's how I met you. You were working with Shane at the oh, time. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I was working with Shane. A whole different crew back then. Yeah. That was that was savage. It was fun, though. It was though. a different time, yeah. I just literally, bro, I'm, I'm, I've been inspired by essentially seeing the process, like you just mentioned, from the coffee shop to now where you're at. And um, obviously, we'll go we'll go in more in depth of, of your story. But, um, dude, tell us, like, what, like, where are you from? Like, were you born and raised in Florida? Or tell people, tell people where you're from, man. Well, I, I was born and raised, I was born in Lake Wales, raised in Central Florida, um, near, in Deland, Florida, is where I was grew up and raised. I don't know where that's Del- at. Exactly. It's about 20, 30 minutes inland from Daytona Beach, near Ocala area. So, born and raised in Florida, grew up there, um, which is weird because I always prefer the cold. Whenever I go on trips, it's always summer freezing, whether it be Iceland, Norway, Alaska, whatever. That's, always- in- bro, it's interesting, not about a control, but it's yeah. interesting because I tell people all the time, like, so I've lived in Florida since 04, mm-hmm. but I'm from California originally. Um, shout out LA. Um, but we moved here in 04, but I hate the heat of Florida, man. Like, it's not it's not my vibe. No. But I love West Palm Beach. So mm-hmm. I think, I don't know, for me, it's like, if I could, I'll live in the cold, but I love the city way too much, too. Yeah. If you can see it, dope. But if you can't, <laughs> hopefully we'll film one day in the, the day. penthouse, as I the, like to call it, penthouse. whenever I give Zeke a hard time. Yeah. So you grew up in Center, Florida, essentially, and then what brought you down here? Well, I went to Alabama for a year for school uh, with for baseball, and then I came down here to West Palm on a scholarship. Went three years here at PBA and graduated, and just kind of never left. So I've been down here since two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Man, it's been a long time. And you, were you always this creative, or did you suck at life at any point? <laughs> uh, let's, you know, still working on the creative part. You know, have no problem with the whole bad at life part. You know, that's that comes naturally to me. I'm, just, I'm gifted there. Uh, no, I went to school for graphic design. Sick. Um, yeah, um, and I've regretted it ever since. But no, it's fine. I, it's nice. I still use it every now and then. But then I got into photography, doing weddings with my sister. Did that for years and years and years, and um doing weddings whether and then I did food photography for a marketing firm for a year I did a lot of travel stuff with brands uh, and then I started getting into more video um, and I kind of self-taught my way into video so I've been doing that for three four five years now and that's by, by self-taught you mean YouTube or you mean like absolutely 100% YouTube yeah I'm, I'm went to the school of YouTube as they like to call it I yeah. do that's what the millennials do nowadays 
you, so you saves a lot of money. So you went from hipster, <laughs> hipster introvert. Yep, yep. Center Florida boy. Yep. To sensational learning how to film YouTube. God, sensational. That's that's a stretch, but I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take. Oh, let's go around, bro. But that's that's that, well, that's cool because I, I think, I mean, people that would see you now, and, and again, we'll get more in in, in in what you're what you're currently doing. But we'll we'll never think that you probably had X amount of jobs before you got here or X amount of experiences, whatever that is. But I think everyone has an interesting journey. And I think you saying doing weddings, I did weddings for a good minute in high school. They suck. I mean, they're I'll, great. I'll, I'll, power, <laughs> I'll power to the people that do them. But me personally, love weddings. Yeah, me personally, <laughs> it's it's a lot of work. So I commend people that do them. And if that's okay. your thing, man, um, I'll power to you. But. Before that, I did what I parked cars. I was a valet at the breakers. I was a bellhop. You're hustling. And then people. I worked in elementary schools with little kids. You know, I was like doing fundraisers before photo and video. So yeah, it's a you're making big it transition. happen. Was, yeah, big transition. I was yeah. I was working landscaping before I did any of this. That's true. Yeah, you're doing landscape before you did video. I remember because you were doing that when I worked at the coffee shop. It's yeah. It was I was doing youth ministry, dealing with kids, and then uh, but that was like essentially uh, my passion, voluntary, mm-hmm. um, I guess vocation. And then my actual job was nine to five in the hot sun, man. That's why I think I think that's why I got tan. I can't blame it on the, I can't blame it on the um, on the Florida nationality. <laughs> the nationality. I gotta blame it on the heat, dude. But yeah, man, that was, was, those those were, those were tough days. But I remember, and and it's and it's awesome that I have you on because I remember when you would we would talk creativity and and you got me into film photography and 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 you know kind of that sparked another, mm-hmm. um, essentially. Uh, creative avenue for me which then got me back into video which i had done in high school um but those were the days man i remember going in and and we'll have conversations and we'll talk photo we'll talk video and and business Mm -hmm. ventures and just passion projects that we had so good times i think i think now to see you where you're at um dude like youtube you're the man (laughs) at least on my end i think how did what got you to do that bro like because I remember talking, and those were one, that was one of the few projects you had in Q. And, and on my, on, at least on mine, I was like, man, Graham is way too cool to put himself on camera. And like, <laughs> at all, like you were the last person that I thought was probably going to. What inspired you to do that, bro? Like, what was a, what was a catalyst? I mean. Gosh, well, you know, it all goes back to film photography. I mean, Matt got me into it. Um, with my first film camera, Minolta X700. I remember that was my first camera. Still got it. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Matt probably gave you a, <laughs> a piece of trash. Broken. <laughs> no, he gave it to me. He thrifted that camera, I think, for 15 bucks. It's like a $130 camera, so it was a solid solid investment. But um, I remember getting into it, and I just really enjoyed the, the manual analog aspect of it. Um, but, like, looking up stuff for these cameras, there was really nothing, you know? Um, there was a few people who were doing it on YouTube, kind of small time, and now there's obviously a lot more, and there's some great people on there. But a lot of the stuff on individual cameras was just like, you know, overhead shots, just looking down, somebody messing with buttons. Talking a bunch of nonsense. Exactly. And 40 minutes. Yeah, 40, 20, 30, 40 minutes of just nonsense. And it's just, that's, you get that one shot. It's like from 2000, if not before. And it's like, man, I, I want to figure out how to use this, but I can't watch 30 minutes of this guy's pans playing with a camera. So essentially you were trying to, you were trying to create something that was missing on your end that you, that you were, you're trying to solve an issue, a problem, Yeah, you know, it's, which is, which is what creativity is at the end, solving exactly. issues. It's a trend that's been coming up film photography and I, I enjoy it more than a trend, I hope. Um, but I just felt that there was a need, something there. And so I said, well, I have a little bit of knowledge in video and have some knowledge in photography. So let me try and 
put something out there that's some more modern, a little more up to date that people will actually watch and will help people out uh, as opposed to these old videos that maybe aren't quite as relevant anymore. Still useful at times, but not quite as relevant. Not quite as cool as Graham White. <laughs> not quite as cool as what they could be with all of modern cameras and stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff was probably shot on who knows what. Dude, but that is pretty dope. I think, um, again, this podcast is called In My Element. And when I see you doing YouTube videos, again, rephrasing you were the last person that i thought was going to start a youtube channel but you went for it and i think mm -hmm. it takes guts it takes grit to you know step out in faith in any type of form um or to just do something start anything mm -hmm. so that's one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on but seeing you now in your element as you shoot videos whether you think you're the best or not on my end it's like dude he's consistent he's making it happen and the fact that you started out of you know what i think there's this is something that i'm interested in but there's a lack and I want to see if I can probably put my own spin on it, whether people are going to think it's good or not, but I'm just going to be consistent at it. And that's one thing I've seen you, I think, do throughout, I don't know, it's been two years now? It's coming up on two years, yeah. So yeah. What are you going to do for the anniversary? Has it happened? <laughs> I don't. Even, I honestly don't even remember it exactly when I started. I mean, it started as like one a month, and I was still deciding whether I wanted to do it or not. And then I started gaining a little bit of traction. It's like, okay, cool. So now it's almost once a week uh, for the past year, just over the year. I've missed a few times here and there, but other than that, yeah, it's, it's been pretty consistent. Coming up coming up on 10K over two years, which is... We, we got we got to drop... We got to drop something, man. Like, I don't know, a yeah, party, a mixtape. <laughs> a party, a mixtape. A mixtape. Uh, or giveaways. A giveaway. I, I have... You, I, you I never know, guys. I've given away you several film cameras, yeah. I have one that I have to give away. Somebody sent me specifically to give away on the channel, which was nice of him. So, so okay, you're now doing YouTube. You've been consistent for two years, which mm -hmm. is sick. I've seen that growth. What does the day look like for for someone that does YouTube and maybe, like yourself, has a full-time job mm -hmm. and has a wife mm -hmm. you know and you know it's got world you know it's got a, a whirlwind of things going on mm -hmm. a whirlwind of things going on yeah what does they look like for you know when creating a video or do you schedule things out do you create on the fly i mean it it varies you know it's 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 tough because like you said it's not like you're doing um just typical waking up and just doing youtube you still have a nine to five or in my case eight to five you know so seven to two seven to two yeah <laughs> Uh, so it's fitting in time whenever you can. So lunch breaks is, you know, doing stuff. And whenever I'm watching YouTube or I'm working, you know, doing my normal, I'm nine to five, I'm coming up with different ideas, maybe looking at what cameras I have, maybe looking at what people, what other people are doing as far as digitally or things like that and coming up with concepts and different video ideas. And then it's scheduling those out, trying to shoot multiple a week, then editing those out multiple a week. I mean, depending on how much effort, I mean, you can spend eight hours editing a single video and adding that to a full-time job is a lot. So it's just weighing all that out is it can be. But, but you're essentially still pumping it out, which is crazy. Yeah. I'm recording at least probably two days a week, if not two to three days a week, depending on, but you don't have a full on calendar on, on what to do. You're not it, like a to B C that's not like your personality. You're just like, Hey, you know what? I got this idea. Let me script it as best, best as I can. And let me make it happen. Yeah. I try, I try and record over the weekends, Mondays, and then have, that way I have a video out by Thursday to Friday. Usually Thursday is my the day I release something. But weekends, obviously, you have more time, and I have more time to sit and think. I'm not at work and everything like that. And at nights, you get home from work, spending with my wife, things like that. So it's family. It's exactly, family. And a kid on the way. So I just kind of Ooh, run out of congrats. time real quick. <laughs> Graham Jr. <laughs> Got another month and a half. So. Or a daughter. <laughs> if I don't you post a video on YouTube for two months, you know why. 
<laughs> no, but I think I think that's 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 amazing. Um, and the reason I wanted to just ask that is because maybe I don't know. There's somewhere uh, or someone somewhere that wants to start a a YouTube channel. Maybe has probably been thinking about it. And I think because of those excuses we can sometimes make on our on our behalf, like, hey man, I have a full time job, I got a family to take care of, man, I have no no room for this. But I think you can always make room. And you're a perfect example of that because I see you grinding. Um, as a maniac looking for <laughs> cameras on the side on weekends mm-hmm. and also cranking out um, content that you love and and some stuff you actually also script out and it's and it's comedic I mean you gotta you gotta check some of this stuff out if you haven't yeah. it's, it's really it's really cool what has probably been one of the biggest challenges I think in in, in creating videos apart from the consistency and that like what's what's probably a, something that you've probably like have you ever have you ever thought about just quitting? Like, hey, is this even worth it? Like, um, man, it it has its ups and downs. There's definitely times where you're gonna quit. I mean, you get burnout, and I'm, I mean, I don't even do it as much as a lot. A lot of people it's two videos a week, and they have full time editors and all that stuff. But, I mean, it's, uh, I think the toughest part for me is the toughest part for me. I think is the industry being film photography. You have to, it's a slower process, which slows everything down. You have to go out and shoot cameras, then you have to develop that film which can be a couple days and you have to scan that film, you have to put it in and then it's like, okay, now that I see the results of that camera and hopefully I shot B-roll using that camera, I had somebody with me shooting video of that camera. Which is usually me. Which is usually no, you. <laughs> or it's me by myself and it's like, well, it's hard to shoot video of myself. Which is, and, which is wild because you're, you're a one-man band. Exactly, yeah. That's what it is until you get to a certain, you know, unless you have friends that are always there <laughs> helping you out and have no full-time jobs. Yeah. That's me. No, I'm just kidding. But dude, yeah, that's, that's wild. Um, I don't know. I when it comes to film too. I mean, that's blowing up. This I think I've seen it. When was it? 2017, I think, when I started shooting film. 2016, around there. I don't know. Um, but looking back, man, I think everyone's shooting film. Every yeah. like you see it everywhere, marketing wise. People mm-hmm. are using mood board. Everything. I think everything's going vintage, which is dope. Yeah. But now. I think your content now, if any, if it has more meaning, it's probably now because you're putting out something different than I think mm-hmm. probably you weren't seeing before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's dope, man. Um, any, I would say any, any, any goals you kind of set yourself, you have in mind for like at least this year regarding your, um, what you're, what you got going on. I know you got a lot of things going on apart from your, your, <laughs> your, your channel, but any, any, any specific things that you're like, man, you're pumped about at least. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, it's always you know, about creating different outlets and different revenue streams. You know, I'm really looking into, you know, TikTok now. And we just talked about doing shorts a minute talk, ago. Talk, talk. Talk, talk. With shout out, <laughs> with shout out to Alex, who you, you might not see him, but he's behind the camera. Yeah, shout out to Alex. This man is a savage when it comes to, which I want to have him on as well. Yeah. He's a savage when it comes to TikTok, Reels, and what is it, YouTube shorts now? YouTube shorts now. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a... What is it? Well, he said before, right before he started running all the cameras. I don't know how to use cameras. That's that? what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. But he's a beast. Yeah, but he's running three cameras right now. And the now. funny thing that it's that it's that it's iPhone format. A lot of these, a lot of these people are going iPhone format. Yeah, some of the biggest people. It's on iPhone. It's quick, have, easy. Have you thought about that or? I have. Yeah, which it's it's got its ups and downs. You know, it's it's great because you can do it so much quicker and so many people can get into it. But it's also you know a bit of a downside because it's like okay, you no longer need that high end equipment or that high-end equipment, that great bokeh, things like that that you get with a nicer DSLR isn't as big a deal. It's just, which is, you know, in the end of the day, it always comes down to the content. No matter what you're using, whether it's a phone, 
five thousand dollar camera. Is, is it, it good content? enough? Is it good yeah, enough? Is, is it, is it gonna enough? stop? Are people gonna stop and screw us essentially? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which again, for me, even figuring that whole wave out, we we talk about it. we talk about mm-hmm. it all the time. It's kind of like, it's tough, man. I don't know. I think I always explain it as when I was in high school, um, Instagram came out like 2011, I think it was, yeah. and it was it was this new thing, and people were taking pictures of their. Gatorade bottles, like the sky, palm trees, Starbucks order, the Valencia filter, the weirdest things, and oh, those filters, and that and that was cool, and and I think I was like, this is a cool app, you know, and and then people that had grown up on MySpace and Facebook, I think, had a hard time transitioning into that in the beginning, Mm -hmm. at least on mine. I was like, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna use it as everyone uses it, but then I was like, you know what? Let me start posting. I was shooting. uh, DSLR pictures at the time mm-hmm. as well and I would post them but it was like nothing big I didn't think much of it yeah. and I look back and I'm like man I regret it because I could have been one of the first people to actually crank out good content which now Instagram is completely oh, out of business I tell people all the time at least a lot of gigs or, 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 or people that reach out to me is through Instagram it's through mm-hmm. that funnel so I, I feel like TikTok coming in now especially through the pandemic mm-hmm. has kind of been Exposed like it's a new medium. It's 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 yeah. and a lot of these kids, man. They they. I was telling you last time. I think I was. I created a little. Yeah. What is it like? A little reel. It took me an hour to pick <laughs> take, the song. Yeah. To write the text, and then I see, um, p- kids like nephews of mine, and they're like ten minutes in. Alex, I don't know how long does it take you, bro? Like, twenty minutes. <laughs> Sometimes, maybe an hour. He said an hour. I doubt that. That's not that. That man pumped up. But how long is it going to take you to turn this podcast into a, a YouTube video? Yeah. So you figure you spend one hour on one TikTok, you do three or four of them a week. Yeah. On a YouTube video, depending on how much effects and graphics and stuff I put into it, you're talking four to eight hours, you know? Yeah. So it's like four one-minute videos that might go viral or one 10 here, to 15-minute video that people are going to watch for. Here's, here's, here's a good question. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Who's winning, TikTok or YouTube? Who's winning? I think TikTok's, you know, got an advantage right now because it's new, it's popular, it's hyped. You know, it's just there's so much traction and attention going on to it, especially with Instagram and YouTube now going to short video format. Short video, you know, it's things are constantly changing and our attention spans are going shorter and shorter. So one minute video maxes. It's like when Twitter came out, you know, you have 120 characters to say what you want to say and that's it. So I think TikTok is kind of leading right now, but I think YouTube will always have a place because it's 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 long form and long form is going to be very different than TikTok. But I think t- TikTok has an advantage right now, but I don't think it'll ever remove YouTube completely. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think there's always <laughs> going to be a place for long form content. I don't yeah, think TikTok yeah. being a phone app, I don't think it'll ever have that. I do agree with that. I just think it's I wanted to just ask it cuz I know you do YouTube mm-hmm. and you don't yeah. I've told you to double down on TikTok just mm-hmm. because you're always yeah. you're already cranking on YouTube. Why not just crank, you know, exactly, crank yeah. out on on TikTok. But it is um yeah, it is interesting. It, I don't. I don't think long format. YouTube had a huge, like a huge transition as well. When it was, I remember watching YouTube in 06. And um, for the Spanish people that that are watching this, <laughs> the first video I watched, I think it was La Calle de Edgar, which is a Mexican kid falling off a, off a bridge. <laughs> Alex knows what I'm talking about. That's that, what YouTube that, is. That, it's funny just videos. funny videos, like like YouTube like what is yeah. it? Home videos, like. Yeah. I was watching these kids do highlights of like my favorite soccer players at the time. It's the weirdest time. Tosh.0 and uh, what, what's the other one with, with the guy, the <laughs> skateboarder guy? 
Tosh Bardo and um. Oh man. Yeah, Rob. Oh, Deirdre. Rob Deirdre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy Factory. Robin no, Big. No, 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 no. He was in those before, but ridiculousness. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's how those shows came yeah. to be. It's just stupid YouTube. It, it was that type of content, which is which is insane, but. And now it's people are it's a streaming streaming servers. It's yeah, now you can stream things. You shows, can movies, you're creating, yeah. but that's a cool thing because seeing you, dude, you're you're creating your own platform. You don't have to ask a production company to start a show on film photography. You can literally create content yourself, buy your own equipment, invest in yourself, and have something come out whenever you want it to yeah. come out. There is no need for middleman no more, no. which is a cool thing, mm-hmm. which for me has been inspiring to see because I'm like, man. Everyone has a chance if you're willing to take it. Oh yeah, if you're willing to take it, willing to take it and willing to put in the time. So it's like you you you're willing to take this opportunity and just make it and run with it and be consistent, which which you've been. So I think that's cool, man. Yeah. Through through the through the years of of weird content, you know, on YouTube because you'll find some weird Gosh. content there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can search anything about anything up. I mean, there's censor. There's a few things there are yeah. censor, which is good, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and then TikTok, man, is just a new wave, which I think we always talk about. Hey, I think um, it's time to kind of double down on that. I yeah, think if you're a creator, absolutely. I think, and, and you and you are doing any type of content creation, TikTok, it's it's a great platform to mm-hmm. at least, even if you don't have equipment, I, I would encourage you, man, grab your phone, film. Yeah. So most of it is film phone anything, footage, yeah. film yourself, you know, whatever it is, add value in any type of way. Um, yeah. On your end, obviously, you're you're doing what you love, which is film film photography, but also going back to the question, which was, I think, do you only see yourself doing film photography, or do you want to expand and do anything else? Like, you got anything on the horizon in the works? Or no, I think it's always always good to diversify and have a, a wide range of stuff. So, I mean, I think I'll always do film, but I mean, then it's kind of taking that. Okay, how do we plug that into modern? Just like YouTube is now incorporating shorts to compete with TikTok, yeah. you can post all that content on. Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Create the same video for three different platforms. Yeah. yeah. Or take snippets of your YouTube and put it on TikTok, all that kind of stuff. But so I think it's kind of taking film photography and putting it into a different industry. So using vintage lenses is now becoming huge. It used Which to be Which you started doing that a while back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought it was I thought it was whack. I didn't think it was big. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's why you have film cameras for vintage yeah, lenses, not exactly. to put them on a yeah. mirrorless. But it's cost effective and then you get great looks, different bokeh, all kinds of different things with different vintage lenses. And so it's becoming, I mean, uh, a buddy of mine, Jude, was just telling me that a movie on Netflix recently, they took four vintage lenses and rehoused them and shot the whole movie on that lens. Four different bodies. It was the, um, oh, I can't remember, it was the Canon .95 lens, the dream lens. Yeah, the Canon dream lens. They rehouse so like four for, of those. They were going for like a pro mist look, like a like yes. a dream, like very dreamy. Yeah, that's got a, it's f stop is 0.95. They took four of those. They're like those things are like three four grand a piece, and then to rehouse them is probably that much if not more. Yeah. And that they shot a whole movie on that. Yeah, so it's it's becoming a whole new industry, and a lot of people are using. It used to be just to be like the Helios 44s, such the different I don't looks. Know, I don't know anything about well, that. I just I just shoot point. And I have shoot. one. I have one for you to use. You'll, you'll test that one out next. <laughs> But yeah, I think vintage lenses now are, I think, are becoming even more popular than vintage cameras because you can cross-use them, photo, video, all that kind There's of so stuff. so many different things. Yeah, so I think using that on digital cameras and then kind of translating that look into the digital world is kind of where I see pushing it next to, whether it be LUTs, presets, all that kind of stuff, which are, are typical, but just using what avenues are available to kind of bring myself into a different group so that I can widen my 
you know, my audience and, and what I can do and what people see me for. So essentially you're just trying to get famous. <laughs> <laughs> no. So essentially this whole thing about you <laughs> having different avenues. <laughs> Dude just wants to get famous people out there. Just follow at follow at Graham what? If no. <laughs> Again, this goes back to how you could never see me doing YouTube because I don't true. like people. Yeah, true. It's true. Yeah, but I true. mean, it's cool, and I, th I think it's there's definitely a need for that kind of content because people are doing it, but nobody's showing you how to do it. I don't think there's a few people and a few videos here and there, but nothing really consistent. But you hit on something really good. There's a lot of content on people showing you how to do it, but not in the same way. And going back to what we were talking about earlier, you have your own unique voice. You have your own unique perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's cool about every single person, man. I think there's a million other people that probably do film photography, that probably shoot film. Yeah. But again, different perspective, but not everyone's making YouTube content. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's yeah. as passionate as maybe you are, or maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But I, what, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is you have your own eye for it. And I think that's what the world needs. The world doesn't need, you to create the same stuff. There's already enough of the same stuff, man. You use your own perspective, your own, um, I don't know, man, your own kind of look at it and make it happen. But again, it takes not just thinking about it, but doing it, which is what we're doing right now. I'm filming yeah. this podcast. Yeah, exactly. No idea what I'm doing, but, <laughs> you know, we're making it happen. And I think for me, one thing I enjoy, man, it's having conversations mm -hmm. with people and digging into their stories and kind of getting to know them. Because a lot of people can see you from far. Some some people might know you as a barista. Mm -hmm. Some people might know you as a guy. The kids at school are probably like, "Where's Mr. Graham? He oh, just said him." <laughs> Whatever yeah. your job was, some people might know you as a baseball player, the college, the college ball college player, college jock. Yeah, yeah, dude. You know, I don't know what the long hair with the dreads. I don't know what the gold teeth. <laughs> I don't know what what was your vibe. No dreads, no goatee. Yeah. <laughs> but and then some people might know you as a YouTuber. Yeah. But I think. At the end of the day, you're 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 making all these things happen, and you're creating and, and you're creating a way for yourself. Where essentially, for me, I think my my take always is, you do something, and you look you, you when opportunities don't come, you create them, and when you create them, essentially, I think more opportunities come. And I don't know, I think that's what I've seen. You've been a perfect example of that. Yeah. I think starting something, and and regardless of what people have to say, regardless of who validates you or not. Mm -hmm. you're going to make it happen. So I think that's dope, man. Yeah. If there was one, there was one advice you would, or an advice you would give to someone who is on the verge of wanting to start something or wanting mm -hmm. to, I think is maybe thinking of, of starting a YouTube channel or, or any venture mm -hmm. in, in any sense. What would you, what would you tell them, man? Like what would, what would be something you would, you would tell yourself probably when you were mm -hmm. starting? Like if you look at Graham, Graham White now, 2018 when you started? 17? 2018, 2018. What would this Graham tell that Graham? Um, I mean, definitely patience is one thing. Like you said, I've been doing it for two years. I mean, it, you always hear about the people who blow up instantly, but you don't hear about the people who've put years and years and years into it and built that over time. I mean, it's been two years and I'm just now approaching 10K. You know, some people get 10K in like a month if they go viral and it's just, it, it's just patience. It's it, it's different for everybody. So patience is one thing. And then just chipping away at it every day. I mean, like you said, there's days where you just like, forget it. I don't want to do it. I'm just, I'm over it. And, or I don't want to do it today. And you push it off and put it off. I think just taking bites out of it every day, whether just writing one more idea down that comes to your head or recording maybe just a few B-roll shots for, for a video you have in your mind coming up that you want to do, or just always putting in something just every day, 
a little bit of it because if you don't every day, then it's going to be two, three, four, five days that you haven't done anything and then you're falling behind and somebody else is not falling behind. They're going to be putting in that work. And if you want it, you just got to keep chipping away at it. You got to want it, man. You got to want it. <laughs> want it as bad as you want to breathe. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to go. Eric Thomas, the cold brew. Shout out to Alex for the cold brew. Yeah, thanks for that coffee. Mine's great too. (laughs) Yeah, he's not drinking anything because he doesn't drink cold brew. But, dude, that is very true. I think patience in all aspects of life. And then also keeping the main thing the main thing. You got a family. You got got a full time job. You got all these things. We talked about too. I mean, you you being single, take advantage of every minute you can. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with me. It's like, okay. How do I steward this the best way that I can and, 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 and make things happen as well? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Patience, it looks different for everyone for sure. But when you're pursuing something, and like you said, you've you've put in two months. I mean, not two months. Two months. 10K in two <laughs> months. Man, I'm kidding. That would be it. savage. <laughs> but in two years, and Graham.10K, that could be your name now. Graham.10K. I don't know, dude, but I think I think that's 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 awesome, dude. I, I don't know. I'm inspired by that, um, the grind, the passion, and you're really not that dude neither, bro. You're not the motivational guy that's gonna be out here like, hey, make sure you follow your dreams. <laughs> you're not saying any of that stuff on your channels, but ask me how many friends know that I have a YouTube channel. Exactly. How many friends know you have a I YouTube channel? I could probably channel? count them on one hand. Insane, right? Yeah. But ten, but ten thousand people are about to follow you. Yeah. So because well, I've wanted to see it grow naturally. I don't want to. You know, I want to. I want to see. Is there any traction here? People just follow me because they're friends. They like me, or you know, what's that? So I've been very specific about you know not self-promoting. I'm not just not that type of guy. Which in business you need to, and you need to self-promote. And all we that always kind of talk stuff. about that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's just I've I've kind of wanted to see how it progresses without me, you know, poking at people that I know and. Which I think it's it's also not a bad approach, bro. Because again. As cliche as this quote is, actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And if you and if you put in the work and, and, you, and you put in time, mm-hmm. um, and if you're adding value, the fruit of that will be excellence, will be rewarding. And I think yeah. you've seen that. Yeah, 10K is just a number, but I think it's more than that. It's It proves consistency because not everyone has 10K, yeah. you know, especially for something that you're, you know, tell me, tell me, name someone. I don't know. I don't know anyone that has started something apart from you on YouTube that has started something out of passion and has 10k followers i don't have i know a bunch of people have started a bunch of things uh maybe for whatever reason but never was where they were never consistent they never put in the work for x amount of time um and that's it and and, mm-hmm. and to see the the progression i think from central florida to bama <laughs> to, to bama. west palm that's a whole story Woo, to man. coffee that's another to podcast coffee. guys <laughs> To now working uh, as a book. content creator, second book coming in, and the first, um, first one first. <laughs> the first one, the third one, the yeah. fourth one. Working on my first book, dude. Yeah, one. that's but all these things going on, and you're working on a book. Yeah, I forgot about that. Now that you mention it, you want to tell us a little bit about that or no? No, working on a book podcast. though. That's yeah. another so, thing to balance though. Yeah, that's a goal you got. You got going on. That's something you got on the horizon. A book, which is. Related to film or no? Not well. It's related to a job I had as a photographer, videographer. So yeah, but yeah. somewhat. Yeah. I'll be on the lookout, guys. If you guys are seeing that, hit the. Is it gonna be on Amazon? You gonna get it published? <laughs> I'm gonna hold you accountable, yeah, man. Like for a movie, you know, the, the cameras are on, dude. I'm gonna hold you accountable <laughs> to this, uh, yeah, dude. But that's awesome, bro. Again, the progression from from all these seasons in your life to now having a YouTube channel and, and I think on my end I, at least I see you in your space I see you in your element I see you doing what you love 
which is dope and is inspiring our mind. So the goal at the end of the day of this whole podcast or show, whatever you want to call it, is to inspire people to to call it action, man, to, yeah. to, to get up and do something, man. It's not it's not too late. You're not too old or whatever it is you want to call yourself. You're not what's it called? Untalented or mm-hmm. whatever. You're you, and I think you have to own that, and I think you've owned that, and, and you've made that happen. So, dude, I'm just I'm just here for the journey, man, and for the free cameras that you give me. So, yeah, I dude, got some more stuff I got to bring to you. We'll review some cameras and drink more coffee. <laughs> I got your RB67 here. Yeah, there's that one, too. That's true. That is mine as well, too. That's true. I just got to make some payments on that. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, it's been an honor, man. Um, yeah, it's been fun. I've it's been fun too. just... Yeah. Chopping it up, getting to know you a little bit um, in the time that we've we've been able to. I mean, we do this all the time. Oh, yeah. We have cameras on mm-hmm. now. We have this mic set up. We have free coffee. At least I no, free at least coffee. you do. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but dude, we do this all the time. But I think now it's um, it's time for people to at least on my end to you know get to know what you're doing, what you what you got going on. Because I know for a fact, man, there's people on the verge of um, wanting to start something and probably they haven't. Um, especially in something as YouTube that's 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 going on. So, any any anything else you want to say, dude? I think think it, man. I mean, thanks for having me. It's been great. I mean, you know, I, I appreciate it. Enjoy it for sure. I'm glad you finally recorded your first podcast episode. <laughs> it's the first one, but not the last one. Definitely not the last one. You know, I think I recorded my first video like five times before I published it. And looking back at, it, I still hate it. But yeah, I'm this is the best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> But it's the worst guest I've ever had as well. Joking, <laughs> joking, joking. I'm joking, bro, dude. It's been an honor. Uh, where can people find you, dude? Quick, uh, quick, uh, little plug time. Little plug time. Yeah. Where can I'm people find you on the t- the talk talk or the TikTok as the kids call it? And Instagram, it's just Graham T dot White. And then on YouTube, it's just Graham White. You'll see my old photo with the long flowing hair that's no longer here. Uh, R.I.P. But yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Dude, that's awesome. Well. Guys, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Um, subscribe. Do what you got to do. I appreciate your time, Graham, and I appreciate you guys listening. Again, this is the In My Element podcast, and I'm excited for the journey, man. So yeah, for sure. take care. Peace yeah. out.